Let's take off. Bongani and Nala on Radio 2000. Good morning, Kifilo, Kifilo, good morning. How are you Welcome. Morning, morning. How are you? Uh, what is the significance of International Day of Rural Women? I mean, what are, what are we celebrating today? Hi, Bongani. Thank you for welcoming me. Um, for us, I'm representing the National Movement of Rural Women. So as an organization that works with rural women, we feel that it's important for us to pause on this day and reflect on the progress that we have done because we pride ourselves with representing the rural women, the rural communities, and being able to mitigate their issues, being able to be as an intermediary between them and the government. And we saw that on days like this, when we pause and look back on what we have done, reflecting on it and being able to be recognized as a movement that stands in the gap, that's a wonderful thing. And we also able, as you guys have mentioned, that there's a lot of inequality going on. So when we have this day, we look at what progress we have done and what still needs to be done so that we're able to move forward with an idea of what progress has already been made. How much has really changed for women in rural areas? You know, if you look at it, females residing in rural areas or in farms are most likely to be in poverty compared to their male counterparts. How can we change Um, this? Because it's been like this for a long time. It has been, but with with movements like ours being in in places that women can actually reach to us, because what we have identified is also the issue of the processes that are in place set by the government. It's not that um, these processes are not there, but what you find is that in the rural communities, there's lack of access to these processes. There's lack of information that people do not know where to gather this information compared to the male counterparts who have been exposed to the urban areas because they had to go and look for employment. So they were better exposed to processes that women were denied. So what we are trying to do is then take the processes and the information that we have and then go to the rural communities to say, this is what is available for you. When you have a small farm, this is how you can train your land. This is how you can seek mm-hmm. funding. This is how you can be able to grow as an activity, as a, um, a small business. And we also try to impart skills to them so that they are able to know how to grow. It's not enough to just give them money, but we also identified the need to upskill them. So that is something that we are concerned with. And even though it's something that we cannot measure in a year to say this is a progress, but given our involvement with the project over a long-term period, we are able to say we have achieved one, two, three in so much time. So I think the progress is there, but it's too little for us to be able to compare it with our male counterparts who have been in um, in the game for a long time. So in the global village that we are in, uh, you know, illiteracy is one thing for rural women. And then there is digital and computer illiteracy. How can we make sure that the rural women in South Africa is on the same level as women internationally? So for those kind of programs, we are looking at being able to go and empower them, as I mentioned. So it will take um, resources that they need in place. You mentioned in computer literacy, it's something that's still in need in, co- in communities where electricity is a problem to start with. We don't have community centers. We don't have classrooms that are fitted with those equipment. So being able to do that, it means that there needs to be proper, proper um, infrastructure in place, proper resources, facilitators, and everything that will be able to equip this room. So that is also one need that we are looking at as um, a movement to be able to say, in time, how can we meet this need? Electricity, as we know right now, um, in communities, it's sort of 
using wood for fire and for king and other basic activities that they do than relying on electricity so much as we do in the urban areas. So with that need, it will depend on what the rural communities actually need electricity for. And then when we identify that need, we'll be able to meet it. When it comes to computer literacy and other aspects, we're looking at partnering with other organizations that will meet that need because it is not mainly our focus. Kefilo, before I let you go, like the work that you guys are, are talking about is great. You know, I just hope that you've got enough manpower um, to actually get um, it done because <laughs> so many women need you guys, you know. Unfortunately, it's eight o'clock yeah. and we need to go to news. But I think, I mean, what you are saying to me sounds great. But being someone, being someone that comes from rural areas, I know how difficult life is for people that live there. And as much as the information yeah, is there, they need to have direct access to the information. Yeah. You know, and a lot of them aren't yeah. listening to the radio station. So, uh, but yeah, thank you so much for, for chatting to us this morning. Okay, thank you, Bongani, for having me. Thank you. That's Kefila Bopape, uh, social justice facilitator at the National Movement of Rural Women, speaking to us about the plans that they have in trying uh, to help eradicate poverty. Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. with Bongani and Nala. Let's take off.